Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, March 17, 2021. The data say that we have administered the first dose of the vaccine to 7,039,000 people, 11.60% of the population. The 2,145,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Valle d'Aosta, Puglia and Campania. In the last three places from the bottom, we continue to find the same three regions that have been there for more than a month, Sardinia, Calabria and Liguria. Dear friends, the contagion continues to give many problems to Italy. We are close to the plateau in many areas, the curve is growing but growth is slowing down and the data says we begin to see the first provinces where the curve starts to go down. Let's hope well because the continuing problems with vaccines are really putting a strain on the Italians, now exhausted and always very worried. There is in fact a full drama going on in Europe about the, fact, about the vaccines. Third, 13 states, 13 European states, have suspended the administration of the vaccine AstraZeneca, and Italy is among them, after the European Medicines Agency announced that there is an ongoing investigation whose results will be announced tomorrow, although it has already been anticipated that there is no danger to those who make this vaccine. The very few heart attacks, thrombosis and embolisms that have occurred have always been there even before Covid and always will be. They happen among the vaccinated people exactly as much as among the unvaccinated ones. And statistically there are no anomalies, so it is foolish to intervene as these states did, blocking a vaccine that is not a drug similar with others and of which there is no shortage, but a very scarce resource in the midst of a decisive vaccination campaign. Despite the fact that it is statistically normal that some people die after having had a vaccine without their death being caused by the vaccine, because autopsies have shown that there is no evidence that this has happened since we are vaccinating millions of people all at once, the European media have made alarmist headlines, have created and fed psychosis and fear and have pushed governments to suspend the vaccine. Before the stop, in fact, there had been many frightened people who had not gone to vaccine appointments and many thought unused doses were thrown away at the end of the day. Even though it is an act required by law, <coughs> the Italian judiciary had to investigate doctors and nurses who administered the vaccine to those who had some side effects, and now, of course, even health workers are worried. Meanwhile, more than 500 Italians died from COVID yesterday. More than 500. Twice as many as the day before and half of Italy is locked in their homes, with more businesses and enterprises closing down and the Italian economy increasingly at risk. Stress, anxiety and repressive syndromes are on the rise. We can't afford this. This is one of those situations in which Italy, indeed Europe, should learn from the United States. Fortunately, tomorrow the European Medicines Agency will give its response, which we hope will be reassuring. In Italy, the 96 hours of blockade of the AstraZeneca vaccine have led to a delay of 200,000 doses, which could be recovered with an increase in the volume of administration, reabsorbing the gap in two weeks. If instead a further deepening in the investigation should be announced, the consequences would be heavy. The government, however, is also planning a communicating campaign to reassure Italians. And that will not be easy. Italy's doctors, nurses and healthcare workers have been nominated for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize in recognition of their efforts in battling the COVID-19 pandemic. 
The candidature approved by the Norwegian Nobel Committee in Oslo was put forward by the Italian branch of the Gorbachev Foundation to recognize the fact that Italian health workers were the first in the Western world to have the, to face a very serious health emergency in which they resorted to possible remedies of battlefield medicine, fighting in the trenches to save lives and often losing theirs. As required by protocol, the proposal was signed officially by a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Listen to this. Lisa Clark, an American who lives in Tuscany and has provided voluntary assistance during the COVID-19 crisis and co-president of the International Peace Bureau to whom the honor was conferred in 2017 for her commitment to nuclear disarmament. Clark said that she nominated the Italian healthcare system for the Nobel Peace Prize because its, its self-denial was moving. She said that like something out of a fairy tale book, nothing like this has been seen for decades. The medical workers no longer thought of themselves, but of what they could do for others using their expertise. And we agree with this wonderful American living in Tuscany. Today, the unification of Italy is 160 years old. It was March 17, 1861, when King Vittorio Emanuele II, the last king of the Kingdom of Sardinia, assumed for himself and his successors the, the title of King of Italy. Today, on the day in which we celebrate the unification of Italy, but also our constitution, our anthem and our flag, several important buildings in many cities are illuminated with the tricolor. Turin was the first capital of the Kingdom of Italy from 1861 to 1865, the great protagonist of the Italian Risorgimento, and much credit should be given to the gallant king, the first prime minister, Camillo Benso, Count of Cavour, the brave thousand led by Giuseppe Garibaldi, and all those men, women, our ancestors, who fought and worked to make Italy and contribute to its unification process. And Italy has chosen today, March 17, 2021, to inaugurate the online portal celebrating the 160th anniversary of diplomatic relations between Italy and the United States, www.italyus160.org. Relations between Italy and the United States date back to well before the birth of the Kingdom of Italy, but that year marked the beginning of official diplomatic relations, starting in January 2021 with the launch of the official logo of the commemorations, a series of initiatives promoted by the Italian Embassy in DC, the Italian consulates and the protagonists of the country system in the United States have been scheduled to take place throughout the whole year. It's all for now, it's all for today, please stay safe and stay healthy. My name is Umberto Mucci, I'll see you next Friday. This was We The Italian News. I say ciao from Rome.